Hello, Disc Golf fans. This is Kirby's Disc Golf World, the functional, disillusioned, and darn right funny podcast. As always, I am Disc Golf Jesus, and I'm trying to eliminate Anova from my bag. With me, Swiss Cheese, he loves to buy Frisbees, and JK Disc Golf, who's bringing back his YouTube. So, JK, let's start talking about that first. All right, let's talk about it. What, what made you bring YouTube back and make videos on YouTube and doing shorts and stuff? I saw it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You're like JK disc golfs again? Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think that the thought process was I've been making videos since I was like 15 years old. And when I'm 15, there was certain content that I enjoyed to make. However, when I grew up, I stopped enjoying making that type of content and where I just was pretty much burnt out. And then I was just like forcing myself to do shit. And then once I got tired of that and I really just eliminated it altogether, I needed like a new way to like figure stuff out. And then for some reason, I really wanted to make like a three hour long, like deep dive into something. It didn't care what it was. I just like in my mind, I wanted to do this. So I figured might as well do it on something random. So I'm completely converting my bag into completely clash. I'm going to be only throwing clash just for the next two months. I have actually they just got them in the mail today. So I got my new new bag here. Um, and I'm just going to be doing like a little short series. And then at the end of my two month, I'm going to be making like a whole deep dive on my transition, what, how I went through it. Um, make sure you tell Clash you're doing this. Oh, I already emailed them. Okay. Since they, cause I just saw him post something. Cause I, we had this inkling that you were doing this. And, uh, so I just saw them post something. Somebody did like, it's doing their Clash bag too. And they actually sent them a, a Clash bag bag. Really? Yeah. Oh, I probably should get on that. So it's not just the discs, it's his bag. Interesting. No, I, I yeah, I hit, hit him up, let him know what was going on. They said they wanted to see the content, so we'll see some stuff going on there. I'm sure like the first thing I'm going to be doing is reviewing every single disc. Um, yeah, nice. I can't wait. That's be fun. And then you guys, you guys went on a little bit of a, a little, what would you guys call it, the world tour, the Swiss and Jesus world tour or something? Yeah. This, we oh, we went, spent two days, spent basically like almost forty eight hours together or twenty four. I don't know. We spent a long time, and we hit the road at nine a.m. Drove to Blue Ribbon, played Blue Ribbon. Worth five bucks, not worth eight bucks. <laughs> so what is the difference in the three dollars you're seeing? Three dollars, man. But like, like it has everything. It does, and it, it was a, it was a nice course. <laughs> Fucking, we both lost a disc on that course. Which one? Both ended. Yeah, we both ended up losing three discs each. I I lost one disc that I cared about, and the other two which, were burners. Which, I which lost the um, Mombat. That was the one you cared about. Yeah, that was the only one I cared about. Like my that was my that's my been my backhand disc. So I lost, I, I lost and, and I backhanded it, and it just <laughs> fucking kept going straight, and it was. It was gone. And then I lost an Evictus and a Colossus, but okay. both were already eliminated from my bag. Um, I lost a lot on that little pond hole before the fucking bar. Anyone know it's funny? I ended up going in the water. If if you would have done it any time later, I would have gone in and gotten it. But I, I went, like, after that hole, I had ended up going in and, like, I ended up pulling fucking... Uh, Swiss's new honey out twice. I pulled my synapse out. you have out. honey? Yeah. Both have a honey. Do you, you each have a honey? We all three have honeys now? That's yeah. dope. 
Um, and I pulled up, pulled out my synapses out the river twice, and I was getting really worried. <laughs> uh, but that wasn't at that wasn't at Blue Ribbon. That was at um, no, that was at Blue Ribbon. Yeah, that was at Blue Ribbon. I think because we also played six holes at Fishing Quest. All right, this is what I I'm more excited about how you feel about these ones. Fishing Quest is one of like one of my favorite cor- holes, courses to play. Like of all time, you're saying? Yeah, it was all yeah, yeah, five yeah. bucks. Yeah, <laughs> that was worth all my. God. Well, I don't know. I didn't I didn't play the other fucking twelve holes. I only played one third of it. Okay, so played, we only played six holes. We only played six holes because that's all you said I needed to play for you guys. So I'm just like, okay, I will play this, and then we'll hit a course that I heard locals talking about so swiss do you think if re were to continue to play the next 12 holes he would have the same opinion at vision quest no 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 man the only thing that reed liked about it was like you walk up and there's a fucking like campground fire trampolines <laughs> yeah, it's it the classic reed course displaced fucking furniture yeah it, it, it looked like a hippie commune it's pretty yeah, cool yeah that's what I, that's all reed dug on <laughs> don't get me wrong the first shot shaping holes of the six holes are pretty yeah it's a fun fucking it's a like, fun even course. though we shot six we still played both tees yeah we played, every okay. time. yeah we played blue we played the two shortest ones we didn't play i will ones. say at vision quest also i had like the worst tee box i've ever encountered in my history of disco yeah but it was it was pretty bad i was, like what do you mean sketch. huh it, what do you mean it just well, there two- was a, there's one where there's a water carry and so the short tee was like right by the water I think yeah, I don't know. Um, we played both, so we played it regularly. And then we played the short tee. Now the short tee is like basically so everything at Vision Quest is like covered with like astroturf. You know what I mean? So as far as the mm-hmm. tee goes, and essentially like all the tee box was was basically a pallet covered with astroturf. So if you stepped in the fucking wrong spot, like it was definitely like possibly like rolled fucking ankle, like. Both Reed and I like f- try to do like an X step or whatever our drive was, and all of a sudden we're like, oh shit. Yeah, like I, I hit the first. I hit the first one, and then through Stuart finding the second one, Quinn hit the Quinn hit the one I hit, and then hit another one, which I, I somehow missed. I don't know how, but I. Uh, so, it yeah, was that was brutal, but like, nah, man, there wasn't really like I wouldn't say like there was any like differences to when you and I went. Okay, fact, I didn't like, figure. If anything, it may have gotten like a little rougher. Maybe they just hadn't like. But I did. I don't think anyone takes care of it. I did wear slippers for the brush area, but okay. I threw barefoot and all that stuff. I mean, that was fun. And then we played like Hog Lake, which was in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's right which, there by. It's in that same vicinity of Blue yeah. Ribbon, which was just left, right. Like it just kept switching directions. It was it did, it wasn't a fucking forehand course. It wasn't a backhand course, and it was a lot of fucking small wooded compact areas a lot of small holes and just a lot of obstruction and somebody parked on the fucking tee pad like a fucking <laughs> dick <laughs> like what so we what thought going on and somebody bat- literally parked on the fucking tee yeah pad. <laughs> what we thought was the first hole ended up being the second hole yeah like it was, it was weird. a nice it was, little course though it's definitely like a good like it's a local court like it was it was a local course it doesn't probably doesn't get any like attention like people it's aren't still pretty like, crowded though when we went. It, yeah, but it's I, I don't think anybody goes to Blue Ribbon and plays this course. I just heard Maybe. two like I just heard the group ahead of me talk like didn't even say anything about it, didn't say anything positive, anything anything at all except for we saw those guys play at Hog Lake 
They played ahead of us. They sh- they throw they throw more than one. They take a long time. They're slow. That's all it was. And I'm like, okay, let's go to Hog Lake. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. All right, going back to Blue Ribbon. Then, are you gonna? Like, is this crack your top courses ever played? Probably. It was, it was a fun course. It was. Okay. I wish I played the putt putt. Um, I don't know. I don't understand the fucking Kobe Bryant baskets. That was kind of weird. And I think it's just, I think it's and just like everybody was really chummy there. Yeah. Like, didn't you guys get recognized too? Didn't that happen? Was that there? Yeah, I think that <laughs> yeah, was we were called JK. Yeah, they called us JK Disc Golf. Yeah. Like, That's a good, I was like, I was like, sure, why not? And then another guy. You gotta shout him out. There's a guy that um that we saw at. Uh, the dog lake, the hog lake, that, that wanted us to call him out on the podcast. No, like he knew Blue about Ribbon. the podcast before. That was at Blue Ribbon. No, the one that we that was at Blue Ribbon too. That was at Blue Ribbon. Blue Ribbon has that many fucking holes that you think it's like two courses. Like that's, <laughs> oh, that's I, the difference. At one point in time, we were, I, I, we were we were up to fucking hole nineteen. I'm like, you've already done eighteen holes. I'm like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, but eight dollars is not there. enough. Eight dollars is too much. It's only twenty six holes. Huh? Only 20, 27. 27 holes. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. But no, he was definitely a. Yeah, man. He was good peeps. He was definitely like a hippie. He was either burnt out or drunk. One of the two. Oh, he was definitely <laughs> but, drunk. Yeah, you know I mean, I was there with I was him. like, yeah, woo! Watch your podcast. Quinn uh, Swiss is like, it's Kirby's disc golf world. He's like, Kirby, like the pink guy? Like, kind of. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, oh, yeah. it's like, I'll go write it down right now. No, so, and he had a decent nice. game. But, yeah. Man, that was the one Dope. thing I did notice, like, while at Blue Ribbon, though, man. Like, so watching some of the other players was there, – there's some impressive throws. You know what I mean? So Yeah, when, when – uh, I think when we were – when I was in the river, everybody, like, there was a group of, like, four after us, and they all cleared it. Like, cleared it with fucking space. Yeah. And both me and Swiss are fucking in it. Yeah, we both should have. Yeah, we we both should have made it over, but by that time it didn't matter. Yeah, but but even like yeah. So if if Swiss, if it would have happened earlier, I Swiss wouldn't have uh, lost the lots, and we I would have fucking found it. But I I threw the classes in. I'm like, no, don't really care. And <laughs> don't then I was that just, much. And then I was just trying to lose the Evictus all fucking trip. Like every one. Of all I was doing, I was running it for the camera. I was trying to get over, and I fucking missed. Yeah, but that's like, all I, I would never have thrown that in my normal disc golf round. Like generally, where I was, what it was, I would never have thrown it. But man, Blue Ribbon's fucking dope. Like man, you play it and you kind of forget like how great that course is, and it has everything for everybody. <coughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like all levels can get into it, all levels can play. There's a little something for everybody. Backhand, forehand, distance, short, wooded, open. Like, it notches every category as far as, like, what it provides. And it, and it just looks beautiful. Like, it just yeah. looks like a pristine disc golf Absolutely. course. Absolutely. And, like, and the funny thing is, like, Reed, like Reed, I alluded to Reed, like, man, it has so many holes that are mm-hmm. all so good that, like, you forget about them. Like, yeah. you don't recall them. And then, like, you watch the videos back, and you're like, fuck, that hole was really legit. <laughs> that was, like, probably a top 10 fucking hole that I don't even remember. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so, but I think we threw fairly well. Granted, after a fucking six-hour drive that we're going to step out of the car and fucking toss. 
You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, it's not the most ideal of situations. But as far as what we did and how quick it was, it was, it was a fairly f- fast round. That's another thing, man. Like, you go to Blue Ribbon, do not expect, like, a two-hour round. Like, don't, like, expect to be there, like, three, four hours. You are playing 27 holes, so. Yeah, you're playing 27 oh, holes. Yeah. There's there's fairly amount of groups, so there's, like, some waiting. There's a bar if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that is kind of Yeah, there's, like, literally a bar that if you want. Um, and, like, and granted, it's $8 for an all-day pass. I, mm-hmm. I would have been fine paying up to 12 time with my max and that's just because i don't want my change back damn and the shop was lacking i i was we went to two shops we went to that one and then we went to the let's go yeah. throw which is the most hectic fucking disc Dude, golf shop fucking nuts the most <laughs> hectic fucking disc golf court like disc golf shop i've ever been into you everybody fucking is fucking running out there was a shitload of people and their layout is absolute fucking garbage they're they're <laughs> They're like frisbee golf layout. Well, let's talk about Blue Ribbon first. Blue Ribbon's too small. They don't sell minis. It bothered me because I want to get a mini for my son. Don't sell minis with like the Blue Ribbon logo on it. Hey, guess what, guys? That's a money maker. Me and Swiss fucking I'm talked about it all the time. Like that's fucking just an easy. That's like an easy five dollar. That's an easy five dollar. Yeah, no joke. But they don't have anything like that. Like the only ones they had were just. And I didn't really. We didn't really look that hard in there, but the found discs that they don't sell kind of pissed me off because there was fucking a wall and fucking a boxes in the corner They're like yeah these are found discs we don't sell i'm like what the fuck are they doing here then donate them somewhere fucking get rid of them yeah. just it just just didn't really like that you should have um, just acted like one of them was yours like, hey, that's mine. She'd be like, oh, man. She'd like a fucking dope-ass stamp group. Like, oh, man, this is my group. I lost this it. is found on this hole. But... No, nah, man, Blue Ribbon, if you guys get a chance, you get an opportunity, fucking go. In a heartbeat. Spend the day no. there. No. It's well worth. Like, I've been, Jay and I went when we did a Minnesota trip. Had three days off. Jesus and I hit it up. Well worth the six-hour drive. Yeah. So if, I, if I'm willing to go there for six hours for three hours worth of an enjoyment, that's how great of a I was like, I also did like the similar thing where I, right after school ended, I drove the four hours just to play that course and it was yeah. 100% worth it. Absolutely. Hands down. It's probably, yeah, like, like I always said, it's like the second best course. Now, I will say, like, so Maple Hill is still up there, still number one with me. But like, if somebody, like, if a regular dude just said, like, Hey, what course to go? I'm telling them to go to Blue Ribbon. You know what I mean? Just because yeah, they had. Well, I agree. I agree. So we had man, we had some good shots. Reed was fucking slaying it at the start. Reed was like fucking. He was on, and then like, no surprise, like all the first like four are like kind of wooded. You know what I mean? So like that's our disc golf. Mm-hmm. And then like as it started to open up, that's when it's like, you know what I mean? That's when it kind of. Reed seemed to be a little bit dull, but then you quickly turn around and you're back into water and you're back into this and you're back into yeah. that. Like all of that's kind of neat. So yeah, man, blue ribbon, man. Well worth it. Those guys do awesome work. Great job maintaining. Um, man, the only thing that sucks is some of the pin placements we had kind of sucked. But that was like the Yeah, kind of just look at the draw at that point. Yeah. Like, man, it was like, oh, I wish it. Like there was times where we were like, there's a few pins that were like different than ours. But man, I fucking sucked it up at fucking four. The fucking tunnel, bro. Me and me and fucking Jesus picked up. 
Really? Yeah. Well, granted, we had like a group behind us, and you know how we are. Like, we hate wasting people's yeah, no. time. So, like, we fucking picked up. But, like, man, like, I parred that with you. And, like, yeah. I fucking, nah, bro. <laughs> it was fucking nah, brutal. That, that is the problem with that. Because if you are off the fairway at all, you are screwed. Yeah. And, it, yeah, only if you're off left. And, like, I didn't get off left. Yeah. I, one thing I didn't like about Blue Ribbon is I can go there with one Frisbee and play the one Frisbee and a putter and play that round. Yeah, probably. Like, all... all all I had, all I needed was my Excalibur, and that's. There, there was a point in time where I'm like, yeah, I could throw my Excalibur, but I've thrown it every fucking hole. Let me throw yeah. something different. And I, and and Swiss, Swiss said something the same thing. He's like, yeah, I've noticed I've thrown every, and I just want to change it up at a point in time. And that's why I was throwing the synapse, and that's why I turned Doctor Swint synapse a couple yeah. times. Yeah. Well, while you guys were in Minnesota tearing up the disc golf course at Blue Ribbon, we had the pros over in Michigan at D-Glow, which is one of my favorite tournaments of the year just because of Toboggan. It's We opted not to play Toboggan just because of the, the hike, and you hear all about that. Just like No, you didn't play Toboggan because it wasn't open. No, Tobogan it was. was no, because we looked when we were there, and you said it, it's not open, so we're not going to go. I might have just said that. I, 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 think, I think, no, because I think you wanted to play it. Me and Swiss didn't. And when, yeah. and you said it's not open, and so it's like good because we didn't want to play it anyway. Yeah, maybe. Either way, yeah, we had fucking dude. You you like there's points when you watch the coverage where you hear the cameraman breathing heavy. Oh yeah, like we're just because they're fucking climbing <coughs> up steep fucking hills and shit. Like we, I think we both had electric finishes for both the MPO and the F. Maybe not electric. Maybe that's not the correct word, but just overall great tournaments for the winners of the MPO and the FPO field. And I would like to start off with talking about the FPO field. One, because of the comments that are being made everywhere. And I feel like there's no one really sticking up. And the people that are sticking up are doing it in the most just... I guess it's respectful because you're trying to, like, keep, like, your middle ground point of view. But fuck that shit. Like, if you're going to, like, defend someone and care about their how they feel in the sport, then you have to 100%, 100% back it. I really hate when people say that they have to argue both sides. I have you see where people say they see points on both perspectives. I think that's fucking bullshit. I think that you have to. She's playing within the rules. She's doing everything legally, and there's no point for people just to tear her down because they don't oh think that she, she should be playing in this division, even though she's following every rule. If you have a problem with that, first of all, don't just be a dick. Don't just comment something. You can. There's other ways to do it. There was just the PDGA board of directors voting. You could have advocated for that. One, your people fucking didn't win because no one really gives a shit about you what you think. Two. You don't need to attack the player for this. This is 100% the PGA rules, which they, again, reinforced after the IOC um, changed the rule that sports individually can now uh, have their ruling on transgender players playing in their division. Um, and that was always the PGA's backing point was we followed out the rules of the IOC, and now they can't really do that. Now they have to kind of have a firm um, stance on it, which I, I know they just put out a statement. I haven't had time to actually like, read the entire thing yet. Um, but I will say that one through like the the comment sections, I have seen that the DGPT and the PDJ have been doing a better job at making sure that none of the hateful comments are really poking through. However, a lot of other people on um, and you know people have the right to po- leave whatever comments they want in their comment section. However, I feel like if we're going to be the the people in our sport were say we are the most welcoming we can we want everybody to play disc golf and i think that we have to not only say that but we have to take the actions in place that make people feel comfortable because we don't want people in our sport not wanting to play because of the way other people are making them feel 
And if you really believe that, then don't let the comments up. Don't say you believe both sides. Shut people down and try to make your own voice. Don't just try to be in the middle ground because you don't want people talking shit about you. And I really hope someone in our comment section says something because I'm not afraid to just say you're wrong on this. I really am not afraid of that. And if you don't want to be a fan of our podcast or that anymore, we have people that haven't. And I don't care about that. I think that if you're going to be a true disc golf fan, supporter of every single disc golfer, then I think that you should actually do it and not stand by it. And that's why I have to stay on this issue. I agree with Jay and everything that he said. I would say I go I go farther. Like, it's just sport in general. Sport is there to build camaraderie and, you know what I mean, build as a better person in all sports. So it's just sports in general. The one thing that – the other thing that I hate about as far as the comments that always pop up, right, this is the one thing that I hate because there's no way of defending it and there's no way of, like, explaining to them that it's wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And it's – you have you all the comments you read. There'll be somebody that says, "Well, why aren't the women speaking up? Right? Why don't the women speak up if this is such an issue? Why is it only the men?" And the way that that always answer is, "Well, they can't because for fear of getting shut down." Well, that's that's a ridiculous statement. There's no way of proving that. I understand that's your thought process, but you saw far and above more comments as far as negative that would kind of counterproduct your your argument. Right. Like if you really think like this seems to be more leaning towards this side with the fans that are at least being vocal. So why would they not want to do that if this is what they're seeing, if this is what they truly feel? You know what I mean? So and then until that happens, like it's, that's another whole part of it. Like, you know, what I mean, you want to like just the misgendering. She's a dude. All you know what I mean? Like or he's a dude. All that stuff is just fucking mm-hmm. gross. And it's, it's just ridiculous along that lines and like jay said you want to grow the sport you want to do that that's what it is um and that's what it is and obviously it's affecting her she took a leave of absence she explained that she took a a couple weeks off even in her celebratory speech she brings up that like i hope to like show people i'm not the monster that people believe Mm -hmm. i am you know what i mean when Mm -hmm. you're dropping lines like that like obviously it's impacting her but you know i mean she outdid it she won and i always thought this was gonna happen just on her place she's always been there and kind of like tailed off on like the final day so i knew this was like bound to happen but like this isn't gonna be like some revolutionary like taking over women's sports and like she only won by two strokes da, da, da. like this yeah. isn't that grand <clears throat> scheme of things and it's not just a man putting on a wig there's hormonal imbalances that go on there's so much more science to I'm just a dude and I want to play with the women because I want to win. I'm like, come on. Like, seriously, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Like, so, and, or the, you know what I mean? The argument of mental health, all that. Like, that's fine, man. I, I think you're not going to be able to change it. And I think a lot of, like, what people get behind and why people do that two sides of it is because, like, the equalness of it, right? Like, you just want things to be fair. And that's where they kind of just feel like, hey, this isn't fair, right? But, this is her first elite win. You know what I mean? Granted, she's been a competitive in others, but there's also been plenty of times where she's been down further than the pack. But, you know what I mean? So this isn't like some stepping on the throat of the competition winning every week <coughs> or out driving all of them every week. Like, nothing about her game is exemplary to the uh, higher tier of the pros that are already in there, the women that are other women that are in there. You know what I mean? So that's the, that's the stuff that just bothers me. Good for DG, the, the network DGN, um, shutting off comments, shutting off posts. 
Granted, you know what I mean? People want to say what that is because it's a paying service. Well, it's a company. They're making a decision. That's their choice, mm-hmm. right? So get over it. <laughs> like, so, but that's about it. Like, yeah, man. Awesome shout out to Nelly Ryan. Great job. Great performance. Good job. I couldn't imagine being a pre- man. Like, just seeing the visceral over disc golf. <laughs> and, like, her having to deal with that and overcoming it is quite a testament to who she, she is and her character and her emphasis on her game. But... Now, I think the other big story is Heinberg stealing Corey Ellis' win away from him. I think that's the other big story. I think Corey Ellis was fucking winning this tournament. He's like, man, I'm going to win this fucking tournament. Lead basically from fucking the jump street and fucking dominate. And Heinberg's like, no, I'm just fucking going to throw unbelievably the final round and take it away from you. And then fucking beat you in a playoff. Which I think, I think it would have been more just if Coriolis won, and if like I, I was, I was anyone going to playoff. Like if he would have, since it went into a playoff, I'm glad Heinberg won. I just wanted Coriolis to take because he was he was just playing on like he was he's having a fucking really good tournament. And Heinberg winning kind of takes that. And that's Heinberg's kind second of- playoff win of the year. Cool. And I did think I mean just I saw another like None of them stat. Yeah, I saw a stat. I think only three yes, other but people have. How how many? Let's be honest. How many playoffs go past hole one? I think. I, yeah, I would say majority good. end on hole one. I would say majority end on hole one as well. I think you guys are only thinking the last three, and that's why. Me didn't oh. did Gannon and Drews go more than one? Yeah. Did it? Yeah. I, I'm just saying more. I'm pretty sure. I'm, Pretty sure, um, we can Google it. I, I, <laughs> well, I Google that Mando. <laughs> Honestly, so, that would be that an interesting be... stat to know, though. Man, Corey Ellis's fucking form is like awe-inspiring when you watch him. It is really like he's a dominant putter. Yeah, not even that. Like his drives, like just like a simple like walk-up X step and like bombing. I noticed like something that he does like one, it's super slow, and two, he starts to the side already. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like a lot of people start facing forward to generate more of the hit motion, where he just kind of like locks and loads already in his three step side. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like it's like boom, boom, and then like that fast arm speed at the very end where he kind of propels the disc, but like it's super slow, methodical until that like really fast arm pull. Yeah, and it's, it's super slow, and it's. It's kind of like it just goes to show like form and practice in your form kind of like is what makes your game, right? You know what I mean? Even Heinberg's is different. Like everybody does this, like I think they commented on there, like everybody does that like dramatic pullback where they're trying to reach as far back. Heinberg doesn't do that. Like he's generating the whip from like regular, like almost shoulder width, which is kinda like so it's as much as like developing your own game, developing your own style, which is really impressive. But uh, that's something to be said to like you know what I mean, man? Just three step it and dropping like fucking five five bills. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like yeah. It's just I think wild. another another interesting aspect because I think Jesus and I were on the same page. We thought Paul was going to come out and dominate this tournament just because after taking second at the European Open, which he doesn't really lose. Um, and then we saw Paul round one, you know, do kind of what I expected him to do, and then just kind of tail off the rest of the event. And this is very, I feel, this is every single tournament where I see Paul kind of just like take a seat in the like take a back seat i just think that 
we're not going to see that Dominic Macbeth ever again. I think you'll see Dominic Macbeth on some tournaments. I think certain tournaments he'll wake up for it. It'll be it'll be just like just like fucking any professional athlete. They show up like fucking Michael's gonna show up in the garden. Fucking Tom Brady's gonna show up on the Super Bowl. Fucking Macbeth's gonna show up at Worlds. Macbeth's gonna show up at the UGTC. Macbeth's gonna mm-hmm. show us uh, show up at Euros. He didn't win it, but he took second. He was there though, yeah. So I think I think. I think he's playing just a different game. He's just like, he's like, I've made, I just need to stay regular when it comes to Frisbee golf. I need to stay on it. And then, Mm -hmm. and then so I can play the big tournaments. Wow. I will say, I got you. We got, we're what, three, four weeks away from Worlds? Three? 30 days. Huh? 30 days. 30 days away from Worlds. You got. Probably Paul Ping is granted. I understand what you're saying. I kind of agree with you, but he's still playing his disc golf, best disc golf right now, arguably. Like ever warming up to his best disc golf, not ever, ever, or just of the season. Just on the season, okay. As far as with competition, yes. Eagles right there now. It's gonna be pretty wild. (laughs) Like I think Wales is gonna be pretty wild. I don't know if you can say Eagles there now playing one turn after what he just did Europe. Yeah, Coming but that's one tur- that's one tournament off after injury. injury. And you can't that- say that because you were celebrating Haley after her injury and how great she is after no, her winning she- women's, and you weren't awfully quiet about like she- oh, Eagle did the same thing as Haley. Yeah, yeah, Arguably but- more impressive. Interesting. I don't know about that, but I think we need to talk about end of the show taking fourth place at Glow. yeah gavin rathbun amazing showed, final round yeah really showed up on the final that kind of like it kind of shows you that you have one hot fucking round you can make it on the podium yeah or at least not the podium but it's got to be a hot round yeah especially when it comes and you to still have to play consistent yeah especially when it comes I, to the I females think the, too. The, the, the the course lays to that too a little bit it seemed like, like the course wasn't really punishing the overall. Like there wasn't a whole lot of added OB, so there yeah, you, was a lot of not stressful pars. It, it was yeah, it was a lot of it was more of uh, high high reward, no risk. Yeah, that was, like that the was average like risk. round for the MPO is like five under. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. a hot round of like double digits is gonna kind of climb. Because like me and Swiss were on the course for some of it. And just like I would check it from time to time, and just to see people bounce, like just fucking yeah. jump up, fucking three spots, and be like, be like, Simon Zoff now fucking almost in the lead, fucking Ricky Ricky Waisaki's almost in the lead. Yeah, just everybody just bumping up. It was, it was crazy to see all that shit. I think another question, and that literally got me going after D Glow because we it was a lot of anticipation of Chris Dickerson coming back because he didn't go to Europe, so we haven't seen him in a little bit. And right now, there's two kind of main world rankings that are kind of listened to. You have the U Disc, and then you have just like the PDG was on the PDGA website, which I think is run by LT World. Maybe I don't really know. However, in both these, there's two different number one in the worlds. You have Ricky Wysocki and Chris Dickerson. And really, it's been like kind of toss up between both because I think Ricky has two wins in the year, Dickerson has two wins in the year, I believe, and he has a major. Yeah. 
but you're also now talking about Calvin Heimberg has two wins in the year. There's a lot more people on there, but I think I kind of want to just focus right now. Who do you think is better currently, Ricky Wasaki or Chris Dickerson? <clears throat> Ricky Wasaki. I think he's he's been playing really well. Like even at this last tournament, he was sniffing the podium for for a little bit. Like, even on the final day, he was sniffing the podium. He's always getting himself up into those top ranks, getting close to that. And I'm leaning I, towards Ricky also. But I think what a lot of people don't realize that, I, like, Ricky and Macbeth have that mindset of, like, it's win. Mm-hmm. And you do everything at all costs on win. I don't think necessarily – and this isn't a criticism – because you're getting paid by spots. I think Dickerson doesn't have that mindset. He kind of saw it at Ida Wild. There's a chance where he probably should have ran a couple of things if he wanted to go for the win. Chose instead to kind of like just play the course and play what he normally does. Mm-hmm. Like so in my way, like as far as that goes, like Ricky, like he's out there to win at all times and all costs. Now granted it may cost him a couple of strokes. But I think like that's why like Chris's rankings get up there. Granted, he wins a good percentage of what he plays but it's also like he just has that mindset of i'm gonna beat the course whatever else happens around me is out of my control you know what i mean like i think ricky paul are looking i i want dubs what do i need to get this dub i'm down three strokes what shot do i need to pick up a stroke you get what i'm saying so like it's a little bit differently so that's why i think like what sticks to me longer is like that thought but as far as like consistency goes, Dickerson's probably one of the most arguably him and Heimberger, I think are the most consistent disc golfers in the past two years. You know what I mean? And arguably <laughs> granted, but like, so like it's, it's just a, such an odd comparison, but I'm leaning towards Ricky and I don't think okay. it's as close. Like, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like as soon as you said it, I was like Ricky. And then like, I started to try to, I think don't think that's everybody's like, mindset though. Yeah. And then I was really tried to think about it a little bit more and kind of go along that way. But. Okay, unfortunately, I do have to end up leaving like right after this question, but I really do want to talk about this with you guys. I want your opinions on this. Brody Smith put out a tweet saying his contract is up at the end of the year. As we know, there's been a little bit of kind of, mm, we'll just say beef between him and Macbeth, where it seems that he might not be staying with Discraft. First, I'll ask, do you think Brody stays with Discraft? Yes. Yeah. Really? You think he's going to stay? Yes. I see, I'll take the no. I don't think he's going to stay. So I I, I, I don't. Do I? Uh, Innova. That's what I was going to say. If he's going to leave, he's going to leave for Innova. But I don't think, I don't think he'll get as much. I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah, he's going to. You well, want to know what? My... He's going to go to Clash. Clash oh. lost Nico. They're like, you want to know what? Brody Smith, let's do it. Brody with his second top 10 also yep. on this tournament. So that's what um, they kind of going to the next question I have that's a follow-up to this is, do you think his contract is to be more money or less money than his one that he first signed? It has to be more. Well, it I think at first, more. at first it was the people I feel like thought he was going to, you're going to get the, all the initial of his tour series. Cause this is all first. And really that people just kind of were, just fans because he's coming into the sport. Now you kind of, I think people aren't really going to buy those starter packs for beginners. They're not going to be buying a whole bunch. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't. If, think if he changes companies, if he changes companies, those Brody bros are going to buy anything that fucker. Uh, yeah, out. you're right. You're right. It's, 
Dude, it's, the Janus disc sold out. I know. His <laughs> fucking girl that doesn't fucking throw frisbees fucking like, selling yeah, discs. Why wouldn't any company want to fucking sign yeah. this dude right now? That's fair. And he's out there doing regular content on the regs. Every tournament he's doing content. Yeah, he's more than just content. Podcast, he, be doing, he can't be doing it anymore with Ezra if Ezra leaves. If, if Ezra's fair. fucking discount. And there's nothing that says that, but I'm not. No, he probably does it. But yeah, like I, any company would be fools not to at least like knock on his door and start asking stuff. But I think, I really think Discraft will pony up. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they hate each other. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. I guess. But he did say before that companies were offering him more money, so that's where I could see maybe he goes over there if he's just offered more money. However, I unfortunately have to leave this podcast a little bit early. I do have things I have to get to. So if you guys are going to continue doing this, your doubles. Hopefully you guys enjoy that. And at least I'll see you guys in the next episode. So enjoy the, the Swiss, whatever you guys call yourself. Team like, Jesus. Team Jesus. Jesus. Fucker. <laughs> you want to do doubles? I don't know. Do you? I'm done. Okay if you want to do doubles. it. All right. Cool. I wrote it. Fuck. I wrote it too. <laughs> my dad, my, my, some of mine are pretty good. Some of yours are pretty good. Yeah. Then Jay fucking set it up. Let's do it. You yep. want me to start? You don't have to do like a fucking weird intro. It's all awkward now. Come on. You you like your what intro? he does? He does. He does so well. Let's hear it for the boys. Let's give the boys dude, a chance. Dude, this is Dream Devils. Let's hear it for the boys. We're doing Disney boys. You know how it goes. Beat. No, sorry. Worst. Beat. Best. Disney dudes. Male in Disney universe. Um. You can start. You'll start. I'll finish. I'll start. You start. I finish. You start. I finish. You start. I finish. Works out. All right. So let me pay a picture. Does anybody, while waiting to see who their doubles partner, <laughs> say, "Man, I hope for an economical, or I'm sorry, I hope for an egomaniacal, pampered blue bud who hasn't worked at or for anything in his entire life." Now let's add a noodle alarm to that and a syringe. Or serang, I don't know how to fucking pronounce it, robe, and self proclaims himself as king of the fucking world. I think there's a photo up there that reads not putting up, but, or maybe he has. That oh, one? there it is. Holy shit. Oh, I, didn't know I, I, I didn't know I had to do that. I thought you were still doing this. Could I can't do me? that. Yeah, you can. <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, anybody want that? Exactly. Nobody wants that. And that's why Cusco from Emperor's New Groove is the fucking worst. Can you imagine this dude sashaying to a whole one? Cusco hasn't lifted a fucking spoon, let alone a disc. He just showed up to see what the fucking plebes are doing for fun. He would whine, complain, cry literal fucking tears, and never shut up about the comforts of his palace. His toss, if you would even call it that, provides zero to... 0% to your chance of winning. He's a celebrated, he'll celebrate band hits on putts on a five foot and would fucking want everybody to also acknowledge it. Cusco is so bad that when he is a fucking llama, his game actually fucking improves. How sad is it that an animal who has hooves for fucking hands somehow improves his golf game? But who really wants a four-legged animal sidekick who never shuts up about themselves and their situation. Not Shrek and not fucking me either. I don't want to hear about how he's changed for the better. I'm not Pacha, nor are you. Pacha is a fucking saint. Is it Pacha or Paca? I don't remember. It's Paca. Pacha. Pancha? There's an N? Pacha. I must have misspelled it. No, it's Pacha. Pacha. P-A-C-H-A, yeah. Pacha? Pancha. All right. Yeah. 
I knew I was saying it wrong. <laughs> I just know it from the TV show. None of us has the strength or patience or kindness as him. The rest of us wouldn't fucking last, let alone five holes with Cusco before walking off the fucking course, which I never do. All right. I don't want to throw with a snowman. Olaf would suck ass. He has short stick arms and stubby legs. And he wouldn't be able to throw fast or far. We could be best buddies, but probably not. He'd be absolute trash. I don't even want to throw the snowman, even if he's a cool man. Olaf would be the worst disc golf partner. All the stuff I said couldn't throw far. He's made out of fucking snow. Um, he he would like he would throw his disc and just walk away and give up and just stroll off into the woods. And also, we fucking played in like ninety degree fucking heat, and he's a fucking snowman. He'd be a fucking puddle after hole one, so it wouldn't be fucking good. Olaf, where's this golf partner? I think it's probably easy. You went for the low hanging fruit on that one, didn't you? No. Yeah, dude, my fucking. You can play with fucking doubles in winter. Yeah, who wants to play in fucking winter? Not my, Olaf? not I. That's who, motherfucker. That's who. Olaf. All right, let's move on to beat. Let me just get it off my chest. Fuck Peter Pan. He's my beat. Peter Pan is some crazy man child who thinks way too much of himself. Yeah, I know he never grows old physically, but that fucker has enough Neverland life experience that, to the likes of fucking Rip Van Winkle. Peter Pan and his kidnapped Stockholm Syndrome Lost Boys create this safe space he needs from outside criticism and differing perspectives, which leaves him in this awkward space of psychotic delusion. And on the course, it's no different. He and his other delinquents try to gatekeep the disc golf game to their world perspective, which often made through criticisms of the old way of doing things and making the game younger and fresh as how it's presented. Can you imagine a bunch of bros following their hero around and being terribly vocal when all is well, but let's not fucking hear him when everything's going bad? He completely... Let's go also besides that. Let's get off of this golf game. Let's just list a couple of reasons why he also needs to be beat. Um, He completely shatters fucking family homes through his kidnapping escapades. Wants to murder adults with his greaser-style fucking dagger. Uses Tinkerbell as a tool instead of a companion, almost killing her from a lack of attention. Kidnaps Wendy's to be a servant mother to the Lost Boys. That's fucking slavery. I don't care what, despite other people are trying to use other words, it's fucking slavery. That... And he laughs off the murderous attempts that the mermaids make on Wendy like he's some fucking kind of fucked up Phil Collins. And his abuses of the Lost Boys, especially even his mistreatment of Hook. Peter Pan might be. Human trafficking. That's all I got to say. Human trafficking. Yeah, I didn't even... <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so Walrus and the Carpenter were walking by and by. They are my beach, you see, and here's the reasons why. The Walrus is fat as fuck in flippers instead of hands. He probably can't throw very far. And he's a pompous ass man. The carpenter, on the other side, is small and weak one, too. He probably doesn't know how to throw a disc, just like you-know-who. So, they're obviously terrible people. And the problem Also, the main reason... Come here, what guys. What is this like, even from? <laughs> the, uh, it's from fucking uh, Wizard of Oz. Uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum set. All right, come here, guys. I'm going to tell you about the virus <laughs> and the carpenter. 
The walrus and the carpenter is an allegory of religion. The walrus with his curse being Buddha or with his tusks, probably Ganesh. So there's your Eastern religions. The carpenter, obviously Jesus Christ, Western religions. And what do they do? They do stupid, insignificant people into following them and fucking murdering them. And that's basically following religion until you end up dying following something that did not need to be followed. And they're just two douchebags of guys. Fucking the walrus eats all the fucking oysters and doesn't save anything for fucking Jesus Christ. It's, it's just a bad fucking time. They're both assholes. They're both not fun. Awesome carpet. Alright, for my best, it's a good thing that fucking JK is not here because he probably hasn't fucking seen this reference or know the movie, but I'm going with an oldie but a goodie. There is only one Disney character who has battle fucking experience with this, and that's right. It's fucking Tron for those who are watching. That's more... That let's just be honest. His whole fucking identity is disc. That's more fucking gangster than the rest of us. This gladiator has been destroying competitors in battle by throwing glowing discs for quite the period of time. He has the most experience with discs than all other Disney characters combined. He even takes down the MCP by hitting a weak spot with his disc in a Luke Skywalker Death Star fucking fashion. Fuck, Tron should be immortalized with the likes of Steady fucking Eddie in the hall. The man has every shot from backhand, forehand, thumbers, tomahawks. The only shot that he is absolutely missing is a fucking roller. All that skill along with the confidence to wear a full body spandex bodysuit with the highlights of all the worst areas, uh, a fucking light show. I know some might say to themselves, but Tron is a self-monitoring security program and not real. But anyone who grew up in the fucking 80s can't honestly tell me that they wouldn't toss in the fucking game grid if given the fucking goddamn chance. That, and with him being a fucking program, there's no fucking emotional sway to affect his stellar disc golf game. And lastly... Tron fights for the fucking users, man. Let's be real. Tron, the best. You pick, you picked a fucking emotionless person. I picked an emotionless person. Hickletis, Hickletis, Zambub, Zambazing. I want your attention. Merlin would be the best disc golf partner. Tall, lanky, recluse. Guess what? Disc golf body right there. And what he loves, only thing he loves more than magic is fucking throwing discs. That's all he fucking does. So let me just give you some of his stats without magic. This is without magic. This is him playing around. Uh, he throws 555 without breaking a sweat. 555 feet without breaking a sweat. Circle one putt without magic, 90%. Circle two putt without magic, 40%. That's just without magic. Imagine magic. He's throwing 2,000 feet. He's banging 1,000 putts from fucking 200 feet. Easily. And he has shape-shifting powers. So fucking he can shape-shift into Paul Macbeth, shape-shift into fucking Eagle McMahon, shape-shift into Natalie Ryan, and fucking just dominate the paint. He's fucking... And guess what? He also magic. So guess what? Any ability he can have, he can give to me. And we're going to win all the time. Disco partner, because he makes his partners better. Merlin, best disco partner. Merlin, I'm going to fucking turn you he's into a, a squirrel, B. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe when we're just hanging out, but when we're on this golf course, because he one thing he wants to do is win. Just like he wanted Arthur to be fucking king, he wants to win fucking disc golf crowns. And he's just a tw- uh, fucking bearded hippie that just wants to hang out and fucking chill and smoke pot. Merlin, best disc golf partner. Sense. I think it's easy. All right, ready? Who do you think Jefferson would have picked? Um, the world. Uh, what's the kid's name? Some the type of this, fucking diva character. The wilderness explorer finish podcast. Damn. He said he had a meeting. I don't know what kind of meeting, but he's, that's what he said. He's like, I have a meeting. He has so, a meeting. No, that's what he said. Oh, whatever. Good for him. He's got shit to do. You got any puzzlers? No, no, I don't know. Jay would probably go like younger Disney. I, I think he'd throw a Lion King in there. Maybe like a Timon. Um, yeah. And then like... Um, I asked my wife because my wife's a big Disney. My wife uh, did say Merlin as her best, but then she changed it to Fulton Reed, which I thought was a really cool pick because he's five-star athlete. He's, he's like in middle school, but he has a fucking scholarship to a college already for football so he can throw... Man, and I wanted to so badly work a live action. We should have fucking one of these days. We should do like a live action Disney character. And then her worst would have been Simba, which is fine. It's a pretty good one. I didn't want to go animal. And she wanted to beat Gaston, but I'm like, I already beat Gaston as my villain. Nice. So, all right, you got any puzzlers? Now, do you want to do a puzzler? Or do you want? To I got a puzzler. Get... What was your favorite or best shot on the trip? I think we discussed this a little bit. Oh, you... uh. I got yours. That was hole two. Or was it three? Man, that was three. I'm blue ribbon? Yeah. Hole three, second shot. Where you barely missed the tree. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I had a really good fucking birdie. Or I I thought it was a par save, but you said it was a birdie. That we both that we ended up being a star frame. I don't remember what hole. But I I buried it with a fucking envy too. Uh, I would say that one. Yeah. My favorite shot that I had was probably the little short one that was kind of elevated that went down into the opening. Mm-hmm. The, one, the kind of one that you walk up to and you're like, I got fucking nothing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you're going to just fade to the right. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of, I think I'm, that was my favorite. There was, a cu- there was a couple holes where I thought, both, like, at least both of us should have done throw better. Like that, that 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 last course was just so weird. I oh, the lead. hog one. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think we tear that fucking up if we fucking play yeah. regular. We tear we fucking tear that up like instantly tear that up. Bro. Like I think even if we like just went like yours and mine doubles best shot. I yeah. think We'd fucking. My uh my Pokemon only lasted three days at Vision Quest. Oh, did it? I was gonna yeah. fucking ask that question. Yeah. Three days is still pretty fucking good. It, it is, it is, but it's not the nineteen I got at that one disc golf course. Yeah, but you went there Saturday. Yeah, so. yeah. So it, I, you know, I thought an employee kid fucking took that bitch over. Probably, That's what it was, so. probably, but it was. Nice. I don't know. I, I thought like Minnesota was crazy because there was disc golf signs on the highway, which I thought was yeah, fucking bro. nuts. Like. This disc golf course is like, whoa, that's fucking crazy. Like, one of these days, we should do, like, another, like, instead of Michigan, we should do a Minnesota. And, like, there's there's some bang. You didn't hit the preserve. You didn't hit um, 
Bryant Lake was really cool. Bryant Lake's probably like the hands down the best like immaculate course I've ever been to. Um, you got I'm trying to think of the other ones. Capasea, I think, is the one. There's so dude, there's fucking so much. That community fucking balls in disc golf. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but no, nah, it was a good time. I don't got any other puzzlers. Puzzlers. Uh, that's cool. I guess we'll end I'm it. I'm willing to hear them. I'm all for it. I, I don't got any puzzlers. I love fun here it, without Jake. And Lee. if we were going to do the collections, I'd want to do it, Jack. Um, Let me give me one collection. I don't have anybody written down. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Nice. I, I don't know. Uh, what else? What else can we talk? I don't know. I just think, I think that fucking website warehouse thing was just trash you really just the, that I, just the way everything was broken down and it i was, think it was because it was more meant to be like a warehouse i know i i know i know what it was meant to be but yeah i know and that's but like but, man that like, place be bo- like you couldn't park yeah that, and there was like boxes that had like it'd be like oh excaliburs and then overflow doesn't say what it's overflowing up. it just says oh yeah that was i agree and but like, like if it was next and it was yeah, like I, almost 50 percent like would have overflow on it and you like you assume it's the one next to it but so i will say like yeah like your first five ten minutes walking around i'm like i'm like oh cool i'm in the nova section and then like i go around the corner i'm like why is there a nova over here yeah like you know what i mean and like but then like as you're like you spend more time in there you're like okay it was a lot easier looking at the smaller uh discs like smaller disc call companies than the bigger ones yeah, and they're, man, they're, that like, is fucking, like, they're, they're they were really cool. Did you see that one where employee like helping like the first timer yeah. like build a fucking bag? Yeah, like a guy and a girl. Like they were yeah. really like legit. Yeah. Like, but I think we just went like at a, that place was fucking like Packed. forty deep in there. Bro. Yeah, we sat and we 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 actually stood in line. Yeah, to but, buy a fucking this. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So mm-hmm. I can see where like. Yeah, I think if they're more shop, they're not gonna carry that load of a fucking. Yeah, they they just have a whole shitload in them. So. I don't know. It was cool. Yeah, man. Just, we know, had fucking three courses or two and a half. I'm like, man. But we still threw a fucking. We threw six on that one, but we still threw a ton. Yeah, we yeah. You would have hated least, it. It was at least. We threw two on most of them. It was at least twelve. You would have hated the whole for the hills one for sure. Yeah, I know. and yeah, and. We, that's the one we lost. Fucking, I lost two discs on that on that whole course. On the peninsula. Yeah, because you had a rough go on the peninsula. Yeah, and then I think you you lost. Didn't you lose one? Yeah, I ran out of my second shot, which I probably was in like that middle mm. middle range, but I fucking went for balls out and overturned it like a fucking. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's that's what I have. My one is I just threw it a little bit too hard and I went a little bit too yeah. far. And, I wasn't getting back on the thing. So, yeah, and they lost one of that drop zone, too. Yeah. And then the, yeah, the back handle was fucking yeah. stupid. That's nice. But for the, for the six holes that you played, it's fucking really legit. Mm-hmm. It's a hairy course, but it's legit. Yeah. But we're going to get those videos out. We're going to fucking, we got to get them edited, everything. We got some videos. So they're pretty yeah. funny. I hope there's like some fucking, like, I'm going to maybe talk about it later. But there, I go into like quite the description of like, vision quest and how hairy it is and compare it to some things i don't know if we can leave it in but it's a team jesus production so we can do whatever the fuck we want it's not a jk production yeah did did you watch his fucking in the bag he did another in the bag 
Yeah, I carry it. I carry it to. I, I kind of cover Vision Quest and compare it to a uh, woman's bush. That's what I kind of went out of a rant with. I think you were like looking for a disc while I was talking about it. I heard it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, yeah, but Jefferson did his in the bag. He's like, I throw seven fucking destroyers. I throw five race. And then the rest. Man, of- he's doing that clash bag, but he doesn't have a mint, and he had me buy him a yarn. So like, is it really like a clash bag? <laughs> I don't know. I, so that's that's the I didn't challenge it. I know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. My um, I think so he's my, gonna have a fucking miserable time. Maybe. I think he's my, gonna fucking hate it. My anti Nova bag is coming. I think I think it'll be anti Nova except for the groove and the X scale. I think those are my only two that I'm gonna keep. So ten percent of your bag is a Nova. Not even. Oh, you got what twenty five desks in your bag? Something like that. Don't count putter. You can't count a fucking putter. But um, I, yeah, I man, that's fine. I, I don't. I think Jay's gonna have a fucking hit, terrible time. Dude, yeah. How long has he had that fucking bag in those disc runs? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way he doesn't have some growing pains. So yeah, he's, that's he's, all. He's, he's only doing it for two months, and then I get a pepper, and. <laughs> Maybe a popcorn. His pop. He he actually showed me. I'm surprised he didn't show the fans, but um, he showed me. his popcorn. Fucking has some cool like swirlies on it. It's purple, and it's the it's the p. It's it's the staggered. It's not just popcorn across it. It's the staggered one. That's in like a square. The newest one. He's been throwing the popcorn. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what. That's one of the ones that was in his bag. How, how many does he keep? Like after these two months, how many discs does he keep in his bag, and when does he go back? I don't know. Maybe just those fucking. He's gonna keep the popcorn. Yeah. And he might keep the ginger. Might keep the ginger. That's that's my. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm excited to see. Well, you'll probably. And I'll give him fucking the berries a game changer disc for me, man. It's become my favorite fucking disc. Clash does well. Does this feel great? This the salt the salt replaced the disc. I th- I'm okay. I'm really excited about the salt. Honey, I'm trying to become friends with, but the salt the salt replaced the disc and it's fucking great. The it does, not a, bad. The honey I know, and bad. and I'm just getting, like I just got to get used to it. But uh, the salt the salt has found a spot. It's. I, I I got I got some throws at the salt, and which is funny because I thought you threw the honey more than the salt when we threw. Yeah, but I have certain holes, certain shots for the salt. The salt has has a spot. All right, so we'll wrap uh, up. I got one last question. You want to throw in the morning tomorrow? Um, take a look. Um, uh, like a nine thirty ten round. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I'm down. All right. Cool, guys. Peace out. That's Kirby's disc golf. We are but, world. Bye. Peace.